But they wanted to get their hands on Jesus and throw him off the cliff. And he just walked through the crowd. Amen? Come on. You're going to be like, 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 have this force field around you. Amen? And they won't even see you. They won't be able to touch you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because your destiny is in God's hand. Amen? Come on. Not in man's hand, but in God's hand. Amen? But the important part is if you yield to him, that you put your, your life there. So, but, uh, Praise the Lord. Let's do this. Let's pray this morning, amen, as we press in. We are expecting this morning, and we are expecting a great spiritual awakening, amen? If the church ever needs revival, it needs it now. So let's just pray this morning, amen? Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you will come in your glory, and that your presence is here today to touch and change and transform. Times of refreshing in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you that even a river would flow through this place this morning. That the river from the throne of God would flow through here. That you would touch and change and transform lives. That you would equip us and are equipping us as you're perfecting us for the call of God to be fulfilled that is upon our lives. That we get in lockstep with you and the kingdom, yes. your kingdom, Lord. No other kingdom, but that, Lord, you would fill us this morning. Let your fire fall. Let the wind of heaven blow. Let new, that new wine of heaven, that we would be filled to overflowing that even today, Lord God, fresh oil will be poured out upon your people. Yes. That you would grace us today, anoint us today, and that those that might be in bondage will be set free today. I break those chains off of people that are holding them back, holding them bound, that they're loose today and set free as people are saved, delivered, set free. And healed, and we covenant with you, Heavenly Father, to give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. 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 Hallelujah. Who deserves his presence in this place? Amen. Church, we've got to stay in his presence. Amen. And live in his presence. You know, there's out there where you see all hell breaking loose. Well, that's just an opportunity for heaven to break loose. Amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, I just sent the anointing this place. Because the bottom line is I can't do it without the Holy Ghost. You can't do it without the Holy Ghost. Amen? And Jesus, so much of his time was preparing his disciples for the arrival of the Holy Spirit. Amen? I mean, because he knew. He said, Jesus said, greater works. The works that I do, you will do, but greater works shall you do. And the reality is you can't do the works of Jesus. You can't do greater works without the Holy Spirit. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit, amen, who is your comforter and your helper and your advocate, your standby and your strengthener, amen, who wants to equip you. And so that's really what I felt in my heart. You know, I didn't really get to finish last Sunday's sermon Equipped by the Holy Spirit. And so that's what we're going to continue on with. Amen? Is equipped by the Holy Spirit. Part 2. 
the yoke. And that's what we're believing God for. Amen? Because there are some things going in in America right now. But the cards are about to topple. The house of cards. You are being frauded, America. You are being frauded. Signing blank executive orders. I don't know what I'm signing. Sign right there. As long as you obey, we're going to obey the Holy Spirit. We're not going to obey man. Amen? Come on. Hello? I mean, there's certain things we submit to. But I will not submit to tyranny. That's right. That's right. We'll not kiss the ring of the king. Amen? We will not bow our knee. But we are taking a stand and a stand for righteousness. Amen? And I believe there's going to be a great, great revival that's going to happen. It'll, you'll see it. It'll run through the churches. Amen? Unity. Great signs and wonders and miracles. Amen? Preaching of the gospel. Not holding back. Amen? With a holy boldness. And you're going to see people saved, healed, and delivered for a great spiritual awakening that's being ushered in even as we speak. Amen? Hallelujah. That God is going to move in this land one more time. Amen? Hallelujah. Devil can't have it as long as we're here. That's right. We understand this lease is not up. It's going to be coming up. Amen? But we're the enforcers. And we're the one that carry the, the anointing. We carry the eternal flame. Amen? Yes. So the devil can't have it. Hallelujah. But it's about being equipped. It's about being yielded to the Holy Spirit and what He wants to do. Amen? Amen. So it's very, very important. So I want to, you know, I mean, let me just do this. I mean, I I covered a couple of points about tests and temptations last week, about you are not alone. Amen? You're not by yourself. Amen? Amen. And about being equipped with boldness. But I'm going to continue all with some points, but let's go to our foundational scripture. Luke 4, 14 through 21. Luke 4, 14 through 21. Who wants to be equipped? Yes. Amen. Amen. Who wants to be strengthened? Yes. Oh, yeah. Who wants to be empowered? Yes. Amen. Look, I tell you what, what I have now is great. I'm thankful for it, but I want more. Amen. Amen. Come on. But God gives more to those who are using what they have. And so you have to use what you got. Amen? Yes. You know, there's a, there's a saying, just before I read here, is, you know, everything big started out small. That's right. Yeah. It didn't start out big. It started out small. The only reason things stay small is because you don't do anything. People are a lot of times bound. They don't take the step of faith or they don't take a step to do what God's called them to do. And so the danger of staying where you're at is you'll be there the rest of your life. You'll be where you're at. That's it. But as we step out in faith, amen? Come on. Like we sang that song this morning. Stepping out of the boat. Amen? Come on. We step out. We're going to walk on water. It's a time, church. Amen? To walk on water and do what seems impossible, but it's not impossible with God. And if you have faith, you can get on the same level. Amen? Come on. And you can do things. Amen? Hallelujah. Not in your own strength, not in your power, but you put your hand into God's hand. Amen? Amen. Be 
and watch this man move. Amen. Hallelujah. So Luke 4, starting in verse 14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him to all the region round about, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, or Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Amen? Mm, hallelujah. See, the important thing is Jesus, he opened up the book, returned, amen, in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, goes to the synagogue, opens the book, finds out, finds the place in Isaiah where it prophesied about him, amen, come on, and he reads it. You know, you need to get into the Word of God and what it says about you, amen, hallelujah, that's right. What does the Word of God say about you, church? Amen? I don't care what another man says about me. Because that just says opinion. And you know what opinions are like? Opinions are like armpits. Everybody has them and most of them stink. Amen? Hallelujah. <laughs> so it's not about an opinion of a man. It's about what God says about me and what God says about you. Amen? And I'll tell you what, when Jesus said, the works I do, you will do. And greater works than these shall you do. Amen? Amen. That will bring glory to the Father. Amen? I'll tell you what, it's time, church, to see us move out into the realm of the supernatural, to move out into the realm of signs and wonders, to move out into the realm. Amen? Divi I mean, I'm talking about divine healing. I'm talking about divine deliverance. Divine, the, 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 the supernatural things of God, amen? But the problem is we can't play around with the things of God. They're not just toys. But we are equipped by the Holy Spirit with supernatural things, amen? I'm talking about heavenly things that are pure and holy and serious, amen? But there's things too. People forget about that joy. You have joy. You have been equipped with joy. That's why I put it on my nose, but I want to just throw it in there. Amen? Come on. You have joy. <laughs> Glory to God. Don't walk in. You walk around like with this bad. I'm happy. I'm happy. Notify your mouth. Notify your face. Amen? Come on. No, you know what I'm saying? This? People don't want to be around that. Why? Because they, they understand that. People understand depression because they're depressed. Amen? But when you walk around with the joy of the Lord, 
problem is, like with the donkey, he could only use the donkey once because he was a ceremony mule. Amen? Right. So, and sometimes, I mean, I've been there. I mean, I'm, who's ever, yeah. were you just pressed against or stubborn or, no, God, I ain't going to do that. You know, I learned long ago, just a bit, just, you know, it's easier that way. Your life will be way, way easier. Amen? Hallelujah. But we're going to talk about equipped with signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen? Go with me to Acts 5, starting in verse 1. Acts 5. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 5. Starting in verse 1, we'll read till about the 11th verse. But a certain man named Aeneas with Sapphira, or Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? And to keep back part of the price of the land. Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose, wound, uh, uh, arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in, and Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether she sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. Wow! You know, it's amazing because Ananias and Sapphira allowed something to come into their hearts. You know, it's amazing that many people run around in the church and they have something in their hearts that's evil. And where they allow, actually, the way Peter said it is that you allow Satan to come in. You know, there's a lot of imitators of God. There's a lot of people out there. I mean, prophets, preachers. But we have to make sure that our hearts are always right before God. Amen? Because the real matter is, and I believe the fear of God needs to come back into the church for the fear of God to come back into this nation. Amen? People, you know, it's funny that we would run around wanting these different politicians and wicked people and, and philanthropists and all these to be held accountable. But the church 
They don't even hold themselves accountable. Accountable to the things of God, but they allow things to come in. You know, the Holy Spirit wants to equip you. Amen? But how is He going to equip you to walk in signs and wonders and miracles when you're, there's contempt against God in your life? You know, it's funny, but we were driving over here this morning about pastel baseball, whole big baseball game. You know, it's amazing to me because Pastor Gloria said, and on Sunday morning, and I mean, it was packed. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how the stadiums can be packed full of people. No social distancing, nothing of that nature. Everybody's packed in, but yet the churches are not packed. That's right. On a Sunday morning. And you know what? I, re- I was reminded of that scripture. I think David said it in the book of Psalms somewhere. By, by, the, by inspiration, by the Spirit. Why did the heathen rage? You know, it's amazing to me because we look at that and we think of it, they're just fighting amongst themselves. But actually, no. It's not about fighting against another man. It's about fighting against God. People fight against God. People, do you understand? Why did the heathen rage? It's not that they're coming against man. It's not necessarily the wars that they create with another country or another, you know, another nation or another leader or whatever it is that they're actually fighting against God. Ananias and Zechariah, they actually fought against God. You understand? They actually fought against God because of what was in their heart. Amen? But let our hearts be pure this morning. Amen? That we're not going to fight against God any longer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the problem is the church has been fighting against God. You don't shut your doors and then say, okay, but we're just, we're just being good. We're obeying what the decree is based upon whoever wrote it. We're just going to be, you're fighting against God. You're going against His Word. You're going against faith. Amen? And you're falling to fear. And you'll never be walking in the signs and the wonders and the miracles that the Holy Spirit is equipped you to walk in. Amen? We, church, should not be following signs and wonders. The signs and wonders should be following us. Amen? You stand in the gap. You stand. 
understand in the gap. That's why it's important that signs and miracles and the and how God the supernatural just will begin to flow and operate through your life. Amen? Because you're standing in the gap. It's between. You are the one between. Amen? Either people where their destination is going to be, heaven or hell. You're standing in the gap for people. Amen? Hallelujah. But it's going to be signs and wonders and miracles. And I believe that's what the church needs more than ever to operate in. Amen? Come on. As they begin, like healings and different things that begin to flow and happen. What what about COVID? Who cares about COVID? I've got the answer. Amen? Hallelujah. His name is Jesus, and he is the healer. Amen? Come on. So, there's, you see what I'm saying? Is there's things where people operate in this worldly system. We don't operate in the worldly system. Amen? We operate in the realm of faith. Amen? In the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom of God's way of doing things. Amen? Amen. But I believe that healings and miracles and signs and wonders. Amen? But, you know, the reality is that was a sign and wonder. All unto itself. But it happened in the church. You know, coming against. It's time, church. This is what I'm saying. It's time. Stop coming against God. It's time to open up churches. It's time to see the church. Amen? Rise up. It's time to see the church. Amen? Take a stand. Amen? And praise God for those that are. Amen? Praise God. But others... Join, amen. You say, well, I'm not part of a church anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. Get part of a faith, Holy Ghost church, amen, that's teaching the Word of God and not compromising. Amen? Come on. Get, get, get. Come on, because, look, even many times we can see in the Word of God. Even David. King David. He went to church and he said, I heard from God. And now I've got the answer. Amen? Now I understand. Amen? A lot happens when you get together. When you assemble corporately together. Amen? Come on. Because no longer is it just the faith of one person. Now it's the faith of everybody united in one accord in one place. Where God will do something and he'll do something. Amen? That his wind, the wind of heaven will blow. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. I have to be really careful here because folks might get some other idea from God, you know. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah. I'm just picking on my high school coach. Amen? I'm telling you what, it's in this type of environment that, that God will speak to you about things. Amen? Yes. He'll speak to you about ways to get and meet your family and loved ones. He'll give you strategies. Amen? Come on, right here.
got the gospel to say there's no way, then you know it's it's gotta be God. 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 Amen. What he didn't even know, what he was speaking by the Spirit, is I'm actually working on with other individuals. A piece of it. Amen? Amen. But as we sat there at the at the table, the dining room table, and just begin to talk, just things begin to come. You see, God wants you to come on, to have these big ideas and big dreams and all these different things. And as you begin to share with other faith people, amen. I'm not talking with a bunch of doubters. I'm talking faith people. And guess what? Those things are going to begin to happen. And it'll be a sign and a wonder. Amen. Of how it happened. Amen. There'll be miracles. Come on. We we were believing God. Amen. To see this nation shaken and the nations of the world shaken. Amen. For missionaries to be launched out again. Amen. Come on. Can you imagine? The power of God was hitting. Amen. Come on. Where missionaries are going out. Look, John G. Lake, during these bubonic plague and all these things, did it ever stop him? No. He was in the midst of the disease and the sickness and the death. They said, why do you not contract this disease that's killing everybody else? But he had an understanding, amen, of the word of God. He had an understanding of the blood of Jesus. He had an understanding of that life of God that was living in him. He had an understanding of faith. Amen. He said, take that disease, take that sample and put it in his hand. And it was dead. Amen. Can you imagine? You take a disease, you put it under a microscope, it's alive. They put it in his hand and then they test it and it's dead. The moment it, that means the moment that anything, this biological weapon that they created, the moment you come into contact with it, it dies. Amen? Why? Because you have the life of God in you. Amen? Hallelujah. And anything that touches it, it, it dies. It'll give you a real understanding why if you were to see God, you would drop dead. Imagine. There, you have the life of God in you. It doesn't even have to see you. It can just touch you. Amen? And drop dead. And this is what I'm talking about. And a place of sapphire, a holy place, a holy thing, where because they oppose the things of God. Quite the thing to think about. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Go read Acts 5, 12 through 41 in your devotional time. But I'm going to read verse 12 for you this morning. It says, And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. Whose hands? The apostles. Amen? Whose hands is God going to use? Whose hands does God want to use? Your hand, church. Amen? My hands. You that are watching and listening. By the way, we greet you in the name of Jesus this morning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You grab a hold of this message. You get ready. Amen. Hallelujah. God's equipping you this morning. God's equipping you. See, it's by your hands. It's amazing to me that God would limit himself to man. You know, he does things. He finds a man. He finds a woman. 
Of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows. 
murmuring and these things that go on that actually are limiting the men and the women that God has called them to do certain things, to, to, to lead, to teach, to preach, to do these things because they're having to deal with other things that are not being done and handled in the church. Isn't that amazing to me? So they said, let's find some people. Amen? But they had certain qualifications. Wherefore, brethren, look ye among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Amen? It was amazing to me, and I think that's one of the big problems in churches. Churches everywhere is they pick the wrong people. You don't pick people because oh, they're the biggest giver in the church, or they have the big, the big, they have the most friends. They're well known. They have a reputation of of whatever it may be, business or whatever. No, it's that they're full of faith, full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom. Amen. Come on. And this is a fact of the matter is, yes, we understand that they're deacons, in this case, but they're waiting tables. You understand? They're basically serving the needs of the people in the church. Amen? And even to just serve tables, there's a certain qualification God is looking for. Amen? It's when there's a lot of these other things. Amen? You say, well, why are you saying this, Pastor Jason? Because I believe that just like the Republic is being rebuilt and restored. The church needs to be rebuilt and restored and it needs to be done according to God's will. Yes. Which is His word. Amen? That's how the church... So is it... Is it good in a way that some things have happened that kind of like disperse the religious? Yes. Amen? The religious, yes. So that the true church can be rebuilt. Amen? Yes. Rebuilt. With a certain qualification, with a certain criteria that we should be following. Amen? Come on. Full of faith, full of the Holy Ghost, not backing down. You've got to have a boldness. you got to, amen. Come on. Even at the very waiting the tables. Amen? Verse 5 says, And the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Prochorus and Nicanor and Timon and Paradise and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. I'm glad my name is Jason. Amen. Praise yeah. the Lord. Whom they sent before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them, and the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Amen. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Amen. Great. Look at this. Great miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen. You see, a lot of times that's what happens is, is there's a lot of the pastors and preachers and those in the office of such, amen, of the fivefold ministry are getting weighed down, having to do other things, so therefore the miracles and the signs and the wonders, amen. But you know what happened here is, once things got into a line and the church began to grow and multiply and unite, grew, what? The only reason was, because other people 
Amen? The pastors of America cannot do it alone. Amen? You understand? It's the body of Christ raising them up in the things of God. Amen? Laying their hands on them. Amen? And what happened? The word of God multiplied or the word of God increased and then you begin to see things multiply. The actual disciples multiply. Amen? Hallelujah. So then what happens? Because they were faithful. Look at Stephen. Faithful. Faithful for waiting tables. Now look what happens. Amen? Grace, wonders, and miracles among the people. Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Libertines, and Syrians, and Alexandrians, and of them of Cecilia. Cecilia. Cilicia. I mean, let me say that right. And of Asia, disputing with Stephen. Can you imagine? They're disputing with them. See, everything is fine if you're just waiting tables. But when the power of God begins to show up, when you're preaching with boldness, when you're preaching the name of Jesus, amen? Come on. When, when you're full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost, then, then here comes a problem that all these people are disputing. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Then they subverted men which said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council. And set up false witnesses which said, This man seeks not to speak blasphemous words against his holy place. And the law, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered us. And all that sat in the council, looking steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. You know what's amazing to me is? It's amazing to see the religious attack. It's amazing to see how even that's happening today. What happened to Stephen is still happening today. And they call him what? Blasphemous. He's a false prophet. He's a false... Have you ever been called a false prophet? Or that you're blasphemous against God and this is a... You know, you're teaching a wrong doctrine? Well, if you haven't, okay. But if you have, okay. Amen. Why? Because it happened to Stephen. Amen. Come on. It happened to Stephen. I mean, there are people that have gone on and they comments. You understand, even on our on our uh, different social media presence and stuff, where we have, and people will go in and make comments and say, "You're blasphemy. This is blasphemy, and you're a false prophet, and you're a well, must be doing something good, amen." Because it's certainly dealing and getting that stirred up, that that demonic spirit stirring up, that religious spirit, amen. Stirring up, come on, come on, but we're not going to compromise preaching the gospel, amen. Come on. See, there was such an anointing on, on Stephen's life. There, there. See, God wants you to have such an anointing. Amen? Come on. That's right. Either we're going to have revival or we're going to have a riot, but we're going to have something. Amen? Hallelujah. And the whole thing might just break open and break loose. And you know they're going to come against you, but it's okay. Stephen being the first martyr. But I'm not going to get to heaven and say, Stephen, I really looked up to you. I, you know, you love Jesus more than me. No. Amen? Come on. It's because of the anointing. It's the anointing that's in your life that begins to flow and the miraculous begins to happen. And 
And don't worry about all the attacks and everything. That just means that you're operating, amen, in what God wants you to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And that anointing is flowing. Why? Because the anointing destroys the yoke. So I guarantee you, there is a yoke there that needs to be destroyed, and it's because of the anointing of God, amen, that's beginning to stir up the religious, that religious spirit, these things, these demons, these demon-possessed people that are, you know, so, you know, righteous, but it's self-righteousness. Amen? What do you think you're dealing with in, in government? Why do you look at these people like Pelosi and all these other Schumers? They see, they think they're self-righteous. It's not righteousness for somebody else, it's them. They're their own gods, and they want you to worship them like an idol, and that's what happens. But we're not going to worship man. We're not going to worship no. false idols. Amen? Amen. But you can see this. But what is it that's amazing to me? That they looked upon Stephen and his face as it had been the face of an angel. So it's amazing. You could really stir up some trouble for the devil. Amen? And your face, they noticed it. His face looked at the face of an angel. Shown with the glory of God. Do you understand? Amen? That's where God, that's why many times you say it. I don't just say it loosely or I don't just say it, you know, just say it is. When you show up at a place that they would see the glory of God, if they saw it on Stephen, amen, come on, then they would see it on you. People will see it, amen. And you know, I remember being, at, we, were, we were about to go out of town, so we just needed some lunch and meat and stuff, and we were at Walmart, of all places. We call it Soul Mart, it's Walmart. We don't shop there much, but... But I remember it was when we were kind of traveling and stuff, and we, we had come to do something and get out. I mean, we were here for a day, but we needed some lunch and meat, you know? And I'm, we're back there, and here's this guy who comes to me. I saw him. I knew he was coming. And he's passing. He hasn't passed. I don't know how many dozens and dozens and dozens of people. And he comes right to me, and he says, can you help me? Why did you think that he came to me? Why is it that people you think come to you? Amen? Because they see something on you. It's like they're being drawn there by the Spirit. Amen? Come on. They're being drawn to you. And I said, yeah, I can help you. What do you mean? He says, well, my, my, uh, my father-in-law had a heart attack, and he's over in whatever city, more east. I don't know if it was all the way to Brownsville. I'm trying to remember where it was. And you know what? It was a muscle book. Now, I do remember where. It's amazing how it'll just come back to you. And I'm out of gas. We, they came from Roma, Rio Grande City, and he said, we're out of gas, and my wife's in the car, it's her dad, he had a massive stroke, and we need to get there. It's the longest story. I'm not just saying, it's just the longest thing. And so, somehow he was led to that place. You see, God knows where you're at. And he will get people navigated to where you're at. Amen? It wasn't even like I was out pursuing anybody. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? But that God directed them of this place. So they get there. I said, yeah. So I walked out with them and we just talked a little bit. And I said, yeah, let's go. Because, you know, there's that Murphy's gas station usually that's in the Walmart. Parking lot. Amen. So I going across. I said, you know what? Go get your truck and drive over there. And so I drive. I mean, while he drives over there, I just walk. I just put it across the, the, the parking lot. Amen? So I'm just headed over there. And while I'm headed over there, there's a couple walking. 
from some apartments across the street, and they walked, and they walked right across the parking lot. And I just went up to them, you know? They were like walking right at me. And I just began to minister the gospel. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you and has a plan for your life? And they began to bawl like babies. This guy was all tatted up. You could tell he was like in a game or something. Well, I didn't know his situation. And so they both gave their hearts to Jesus. And he said, I don't, now I know, now I know. And I'm like, know what? And he goes, a week ago, I was with a friend and there was a drive-by shooting from another gang and they shot my friend dead. He was standing next to me. And I kept asking, why did I live? Why was I spared? No, I'm serious. I didn't even know this had happened. Why am I spared? And he said, I had nightmares and torments. So why was I spared? And my friend died in my arms. Shot dead. In the middle of the front yard. Do you understand? And he was bawling. And he says, now I know why I was spared. So that this very moment right now could happen. Don't ever discount people. This was the meanest looking dude you could ever see. I'm telling you. Tattoos all over his face and neck and arms. Like, I mean, he looked like he could take care of business. But he was tormented inside. While this is happening, I see the guy in the truck. Amen? And I wave at him and I just yell out, Hey, I'll be right there. And I'll minister to these people. So minister to them some more, whatever, found out. I mean, the whole family was just, they just really got touched by God. Right? Then they're all, you know, on their way, I mean, just kind of like making it to the parking. You just they were just being touched. I mean, can you imagine? So then I go over there and I swipe my car and get the thing and put it in and say, fill it up. And while I'm doing it, I'm just sharing the gospel, right? Then they both get saved. Amen. Give the heart to Jesus. And I said, when you get there, what you pray, pray with your entire family. Sit their whole thing. The whole we're gonna, yes, this is what we needed. This is why we now we know we came here. You understand? You see, there's something about you that people will be It's the very glory and the presence of God draws people. Amen? Amen? Come on. Because why? It's like you're an oasis in the middle of the desert. Amen? Amen. Come on. Like everything else could be going on out in the world, and you know it is. But you're like an oasis. You're like a refuge. Why? Because of who's on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. Because of that anointing. Hallelujah. That will destroy the yoke. Can you imagine? In a very matter of moments. Something I didn't even instigate. Hallelujah. But I guarantee you the great instigator did it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He put the whole thing together. See, the Holy Spirit will broker these deals for you. Amen. That you don't even have to do. You just have to be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. And you see, that's what Jesus is in to do. And that's what he's saying. Amen? Come on. That's what he wants to say. Hallelujah. People. But it's that anointing that do these things. But you know, there will be, a, there will be the, those that attack. Mm-hmm. Amen? Come on. But you're equipped with the anointing. Amen? And we'll see these bondages and things breaking off the people as they come into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And I guarantee you the Holy Spirit was working on those people. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Does this happen to people this morning? Amen. Amen. It's just like that, that whole thing came to me. Why? Because look, Stephen, he walked, they saw. But see, there's those that want to, they want to stop the anointing. 
They want to he became a martyr because they wanted to kill the anointing. They wanted to kill, amen? Him because of what he carried. Amen? Come on. They wanted to kill him because of the signs and wonders and miracles. They wanted to stop that, and that's what the enemy wants to do. But if you've got to put your life on the line, put your life on the line. I want to put my life on the line. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Because again, we're dealing with holy things. We're dealing with life and death here. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm not reminded of something, but <laughs> that's why you say, well, why do I come under these things? Like I'm trying to be a voice. Like Joyce, you were a voice against the, 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 the association. You said, you see, you've got to be like, that's why you're coming. Amen. You, you understand? You're a voice. You're like, because I'm not going to compromise the anointing. I'm not going to allow people to be treated and people to be lied to and people to be manipulated. Amen. So you know what? If it blows back, that's fine. But I have a river of God that I'm going to release. Amen. Hallelujah. And it will release into that situation. And you'll see the anointing. And the very enemy that was out to destroy you, totally, is either destroyed or comes to Jesus. Amen? They have a choice. Amen? They have a choice. We want them to come to Jesus. Amen. But they're not going to stand against. They're not going to come against God. Amen? And the holy things. Come on. Amen. Without there being some sort of consequence. Amen. Number six. Equipped with fearlessness in the face of death. Amen? When we see Stephen. Amen? Go read. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But I will read Acts 7. Verses 54. Oh, sorry. Let me read 51 through 55. Amen? Acts 7. Verses 51 through 55. But the whole, you can go read Acts 1 through 16. Read the whole. Acts 7, 1 through 16, read the whole thing, amen? But you see, Stephen, he never, in the face of, I mean, he was a group of fearlessness in the face of death. You can be faced with the most things, but you will not have fear, amen? You will be moved by faith only. You'll stand, amen? Hallelujah. But let me read something here in Acts 7, 50, uh, verses 51 through 55. This is when Stephen was stoned to death. Uh, it says, ye stiff-necked, this is him preaching, amen? I love this verse. It's awesome. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do ye. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which slew before of the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers who have received the law by the dispensation of angels and have not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Can you imagine? But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand 
of God. Amen? Can you imagine? He's at those last moments, but he never fears. I'll lay down my life for the gospel. Amen? I'll take a stand. He was steadfast to the very end. You know the awesome thing is, we all know that when Jesus ascended into heaven, he sat down at the right hand of the Father. He is on the throne. But it moved. This just moves me because you can see, Stephen says he saw Jesus stand. Can you imagine? Because of the steadfast faith of Stephen that caused Jesus to stand up. Amen? And look at Stephen, his servant. Amen? Will your faith cause Jesus to stand? Will it get God's attention? Amen? Come on, somebody. I'm serious about this. This is what we're going to see all in heaven move. Amen? Yeah. Isn't that something? I'm just reading it here. Amen? But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up, steadfastly into heaven, and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Amen? But it didn't stop him. He says, I'm going to go all the way. Amen? Come on. Thank you, Jesus. So fearlessness in the face of death. Amen? But nothing will, will stop you. Nothing, amen, will hinder you. Nothing, amen, that you won't ever turn or compromise. That's why many people, it doesn't take much. They can just threaten them with something. So many people don't even do the right things at their jobs because if they took a stand against the wicked and evil, then they might something might, you know, they might lose their job. Amen? Look at the law enforcement. I'm just saying, we support our men and women in blue. But many of them are scared to speak up against this overreach and, and all this lawlessness, really, that's happening, that they're not having to enforce that there's no laws to do it, but if they just took a stand, that is wrong. You cannot do that. They're scared to lose their jobs. But I believe, come on, we'll see the military, we'll see law enforcement, we'll see men and women, amen, come on, of every occupation, we'll see our judges, we'll see our justice of the pieces, we'll see all these different ones say, you know what, it is wrong, we are going to take a stand. If it costs us our careers, so be it. If it costs us our lives, we don't care. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. But the church needs to do the same. Amen? I'm not going to Because what's next, church? What's next? They're going to come in, they're going to rush in here with machine guns and tell you to deny Jesus and they'll let you live? You heard about the church over somewhere in Russia? Guys with ski masks come in with machine guns and they actually say, reject Jesus and we'll let you live. And they, and they rejected Jesus and they left, they ran out. The men with ski masks took off the mask and sat down and said, now we can have church. Can you imagine? They go into a church, reject Jesus and you can live. Just, and just leave, reject Jesus, leave, and you can live. Or deny him, or, or don't deny him, we'll kill all of you, we'll kill you. And they left. And the men with the ski mask, now we can have church. Can you imagine? Come on. We're taking a stand. People, this is the time to take a stand. Hallelujah. I know this is kind of heavy stuff. 
coming. Amen? Come on. Maybe in a way, because it's only when persecution came that the gospel, the people were scattered, the church scattered, the church grew. Mighty signs and wonders and miracles. Amen? Come on. It was fearlessness in the face of death. It was fearlessness in the face of every bit of opposition. Amen? No matter what they did and said and tried to do. Amen? Come on. Well, we're going to take a stand for righteousness. We're going to take a stand for the gospel. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Number seven, persecution causes the gospel to spread. Amen? Acts 8, 1 through 40, you can read about it. I'm going to read verse 4. It says, that's Acts 8. And I'm going to read verse 4. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Amen? Everywhere. So see, when these things happen, these things that are coming against the church, do you think it's going to get easier, church? No. Especially with this illegitimate administration? Do you think? Do you think it's going to get easier for the church? No. But I tell you what, the gospel is going to spread. Amen? The word of God is going to increase. The church is going to multiply. Amen? Come on. Because it's time for us to be strong. It's only going to make us stronger. Amen? Hallelujah. Because we've gotten too comfortable in our ways. We've gotten too lackadaisical. We just sit back. Everything's going to be okay. Everything will be it's just an easy road. No, we're not taking the easy road. We're going to take the hard road. The road that's not even there, but it'll be made. Amen? Come on. By the foot of you and me. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. We're going to blaze the trails that never have been traveled before. Hallelujah. But we're going to travel them by the Spirit of God. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. A way in the wilderness where there is no way, God will make a way. Amen? Hallelujah. Great wide things open and you'll begin to see. Hallelujah. The glory of God coming to places. Even places where the gospel hasn't been preached. Why? Because that's something that needs to be done. Amen? There are still places that have not heard the gospel until the gospel is preached. Amen? Amen. Everywhere then the world will end. Amen? Remember that. Amen? So there's great, 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 come on, a need of the gospel that really there's been a neglect of the word of God. Amen? Amen. But I tell you what, we're going to see the gospel preached. Amen? Come on! I mean, that's really our job, isn't it? Amen. Hallelujah. So you can see, as persecution came, the gospel spread. People spread. Amen? The church multiplied. Amen? It makes you stronger. Hallelujah. Makes you stronger. Why? Because it, it, it takes fortitude. It takes dedication. It takes determination. Amen? It takes diligence. You know, building you up. Hallelujah. Number eight, supernatural encounters. Amen? Supernatural encounters. And I'll close with this. Remember the conversion of, of Saul? In chapter 9, verses 17 and 18. You can read the whole thing, chapter 9, but I'm only going to read verses 17 and 18 that 
to receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from him, from his eyes, as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith, and arose and was baptized. So here it is. Saul, with orders and documents to persecute the church, and he was one of the greatest persecutors. On the road to Damascus, and Jesus shows up. Amen? Hallelujah. Knocks him off his horse. Now, and you understand? Just, and Jesus speaks to him, and he was blinded.
Persecutors going out and about. Can you imagine? They have the documents in hand. They actually have the documents. They these health officials and different people that have the documents and the, and the orders that are fraudulent. Yes. They go to shut the churches down. They shut the church. See, if the churches just say, you know what? No. That's right. That's right. Who do you think you are? Amen. If they just took a stand, Jesus would come in the midst. Amen. Yes. And I'll tell you what, he's looking for an opportunity to step into some situations, church. Amen. He's looking for the opportunity to step in the middle of the storm and calm it. Amen. Amen. You know he may not calm it. He might just carry you through. But there's something about God that loves to step into fiery furnaces. There's something about God that loves to walk into lion's dens. There's something about God that loves to walk into the middle of the storm. Amen? Come on, church. We should know that. We should be looking for that. Amen? But we never bow our knee. Why? Because we're equipped. We've got to get to the Father's business. Amen? Come on. And as we do that, He's going to intervene for us. Don't ever forget that. So you can look at it and say, oh my goodness, it's a sad day for America. No. Uh-uh. Because I look up. Amen? Hallelujah. I look to Jesus. Yes. Because our redemption draws near. Amen? I mean, Jesus is going to step in for the church. Amen? Yes. Because I believe too, there's a lot of work to be done before he comes back. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of things that need to be done. And I guarantee you, he's not going to come for a church that's carrying away. No. Let's beat up. Let's grow. He's coming back for a glorious church. Amen? That's why this is the church's finest hour. And as we are equipped by the Spirit and walk in the things of God and walk in the supernatural, this will be our hour. Amen? And we will see a mighty move of the Spirit. Amen? Nothing that has been seen before and nothing that will ever be able to stop. Amen? Come on. That's why we can't stop. That's the only way the devil can stop things. Amen? If he can stop, if he can stop a person, then he can shut things down. Amen? But I guarantee you, we just read some wonderful, awesome things. Amen? You know, it's amazing because you can see Stephen. And I'll close with this. You can see Stephen, the first martyr, full of the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Ghost. He's killed. Amen? He's killed. Because of his preaching, because of the miracles, because they wanted to stop him. But the very man that held the coats of the men that stoned him, yeah. God used. See, that's how he mocks the devils. The very young man that had the orders. After standing there watching Stephen being stoned, this holding these garments is the very one that God used. Amen? Get ready, church. Amen? Come on, nothing is impossible for God. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. So it makes you wonder. Amen? Come on. Who's God's going to use? Who is this Who is this heathen that's persecuting the church that's going to come and is going to turn the whole thing around? Amen? Come on. Remember, Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Amen? The one that stood and watched Stephen held the coats. Amen? Some lay at his feet while he's watching Stephen being martyred. Joshua goes on to write two-thirds of the New Testament. Get ready! 
Come on, church. Hallelujah. Get ready. I'll tell you what. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters what heaven has and has ordained. Amen. And we're going to do that. And you're equipped to get it done. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your power and your presence and your glory that's coming in this hour that you're pouring out your spirit upon the church, Lord God. That we are equipped by the Holy Spirit and we're going to get the job done that we're called to do. Now, one thing I'm finished, Lord God, that you would grace us and anoint us, Lord God, and you fill us today. Get those things. There's things that need to be removed. Get them out of the way, Lord God. We don't want any part of them in our lives, Lord. Any little thing, if there's any fear or doubt or unbelief or other things, worldly things, carnal things, Lord God, we just right now, we say, take them, Lord. Hallelujah. Just do some business with God right now. Just say, take them, Lord. Hallelujah. I don't want it in my life, anything carnal, anything of the flesh, anything of the world, anything religious. I don't want it. But I want you, Jesus. I turn my face to you. I seek you. I seek your will. Your will be done. Not my will, but thine be done, Lord. And I give my life to you. I surrender it to you. And I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to move in this nation one more time. You're going to move across the land. The Spirit moved in the very beginning across the waters. And you will move across this land of America and the nations of the world, pouring out your Spirit upon men and women. Mighty harvest of souls. We will see it, Lord God. Why? Because we won't just see it on TV, we'll see it with our own eyes. As we are not just sitting back being bystanders, we are going to be participants in what you have, Lord God. So use us. We say, Here we are, Lord God. Here we are. Use us that our face will shine like the face of Stephen. Hallelujah. That our face will shine with the glory of God and people will be drawn from the east, the north, the south, the west. They will be drawn to you. Jesus, for you say if we lift your name on high, you will draw men to you. So draw them, Lord God. Draw Draw them to the river church. Draw them to a place where they will be delivered, set free, saved, equipped. Set up ladies to burn for you. Mighty men and women of God that will be used for you for this hour, Lord God. I declare that the river church shall increase with the multitude of people. Hallelujah. Oh, the multitude of people that are ready for what's real. They are a sick and tired of the counterfeit, but they're ready for the real, and they're going to be used by you as they will be equipped, and they will be anointed, full of the Holy Ghost and full of faith for such a time as this. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Just thank Him for it. Amen. Thank Him for what He's doing. Amen. Thank Him for what He's about to do. Hallelujah. What are you doing in your life? What are you doing in your family, your kids, your friends, your loved ones? Amen. Hallelujah. Because He's going to shake everything. Everything shall be shaken, but the church will be left standing. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 See, there's a time to stand now because there's going to be a time when we bow, hallelujah, to the King of Kings, amen, for every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. Jesus is Lord and there's going to be a time where we bow our knees. But if you don't know this morning, you're watching that you, heaven will be your home. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. It's not over for you. Why? Because today is the day, but don't delay Amen. Today is the day of salvation. I want to pray with and for you this morning. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, maybe you don't know that heaven will be your home. 
Maybe you're out there and you know you served God at one time, but you're backslidden. Maybe something came into your heart. Bitterness, pride, lust, unforgiveness, jealousy. These different things that can come in to take you out. Take you out of will's God. Take you out of God's plan. But that you would surrender your life. You would come back to Jesus. You would repent. Maybe something else. Maybe something divorce, loss of a loved one, loss of a job. A relationship went bad. Maybe you got hurt in a church. Maybe something was going on that was wrong. But you, unfortunately, were the one that was affected by it. You need to come back to Jesus. He wants to heal you. Not just physically, mentally. He wants to heal you. Maybe there's scars on your heart. Maybe there's things on your heart. It's like a blockage from that. See, you can come. It's not about a dependency in a man. It's not about a dependency in a church. It's about a dependency upon Jesus Christ. Amen? Come on. So you can come back to Jesus. You can fall in love with Jesus all over again. And thirdly, maybe the devil's lying to you. Tell you you're not saved. You're not born in heaven. You're not born again. Those lies will be broken off your life. So you fit into one of those categories. So I know right now the Holy Spirit is moving upon the hearts of men and women. Revealing things to you. It's time. It's time to be hot and on fire for Jesus. And today is the day. The Bible declares it's a heavenly game and a hell to shine. It's decision time. Amen? Many are in the valley of decision. But today is the day to make a decision to follow Jesus and to render your life to Jesus, confessing Him as your Lord and Savior, and believing in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. So right now, just pray this prayer with me. Believe it in your heart. Lift your right hand to heaven and say, Dear Lord Jesus, Jesus. thank you you. that you came came for me. me. You died died. for me. me. You rose from the dead dead. for me. me. And you sit on the right hand of the Father.
and you're on your way to heaven because why? Not because of religion, but because you have Jesus in your heart. Amen? And you made a declaration of faith today. Amen? Hallelujah. A confession of faith. Hallelujah. And I pray that God seals you by His blood. Amen? By the blood of the Lamb, by the Word of God, and by the awesome power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? That on that day in heaven, you will be present. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? So thank you for saving me. Thank you for touching your life today. Amen? Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. We give you all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Just think about what God's about to unfold in these days to come. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen. It's good to be in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We don't want to be in another place. Amen? Who's with me? Yes. We don't want to be in another place. Hallelujah. So, praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer, let us know. Amen? You can send us an email to church at rivertx.com or just make a comment. Amen? Hallelujah. But let's do this, church. Let's give everybody an opportunity to sow seed today. Amen? Do what God tells you to do. Make out your tithes and offerings. You're making out a check. Make it out to the River Church. Amen? That's the River Church. You can send it via snail mail if you like. If you're watching online, amen, participate. Send it to P.O. Box 6375, McAllen, Texas, 7502. Amen? Or you can go online, rivertx.com, and click on Donate. It's under the big banner, Donate. Or you can give by cash app. Our cash tag is dollar sign River TX. River TX. For Texas, TX. Amen? Hallelujah. Do what God tells you to do. Be obedient. That's all we ask. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who's going to be blessed? Who's 2021 going to be blessed? Amen? Hallelujah. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, I'll show you right now, working on some things. Because ultimately, I'm going to be the biggest giver. Amen? In the church, I'm going to be the biggest giver. Amen? I want to fund the gospel. I want to fund the kingdom of God. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Working on some things to make, to do our part. Amen? I'm not going to make anything happen. I'm going to follow God, and then it will happen. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 But we are working on some things. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, hold Tithes, your offering, amen. Hallelujah, your hand. Pastor Gloria, come up here and pray. Pray over this, amen. Come on, everybody, release your faith. Even the moment you release it into the bucket, release your faith. Your faith, amen. Hallelujah. Well, your offerings, we thank you, Lord, that you yes. give to us, Lord. There is no lack of a river church, and we thank you, Lord, that you multiply this seed. We thank you for your goodness, and we thank you for what you're doing today, tomorrow, the rest of the week, and the rest of the year. And we give this to you cheerfully. We sow it, and we forget about it because we are sowing into good ground. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Amen.
stop you from ministering. So even though it's not necessary, or you don't see the fruit right away, you believe that there is fruit. Amen? And the fruit will remain and so. Amen? Amen. So you just do your part. But it's actually one of the things that we do. We've got people, you know, we've taken an action communion, taken it for a week. A week's worth of communion. Takes us every single day. This is the best cure. Amen? Amen. No, literally, like we, you know what I mean? Oh, we're, okay, we're going to get we'll get there, we're going to come, whatever, we're going to do it. And I tell them, I say, don't, don't stop. They try to stop. I stop them. Don't say anything. Because you may not do it and you're lying to God. Amen? Amen. You know, and you wonder why they're in the situation they're in, they're under, right? Or they're in. Amen? But you do your part. Amen? Not even you do your part. And don't let it discourage you. Amen? Amen. Sometimes you don't necessarily understand. I'm telling you, there's a lot of times I'm like, hey, we're sure. I mean, we're so listening. Do it unto God. People make all these promises. But you know what? I made a promise to God. And I'm going to do my part. Amen? Amen. You made promises to God. You do your part. Amen? Amen. Don't let it discourage you. Amen. Don't let it. Because it can. You let it. It can. You just wear it down. Like God, this all the time. Right. It always comes back. Well, good. You're doing it all the time. It's not, not about things. It's not what you're doing. I'm watching you. Amen? Come on. And to your faithfulness of doing it, that's when God will promote you. That's when God will open doors. That's when God. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. So, glory to God. Well, let's do this. Let's pray as we go out. Joyce, come up. Lead us in prayer as we, we go out today. Amen. Hallelujah. Who knows you're equipped? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come be part of the river church so you can be equipped. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, take us out in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Pastor mentioned earlier in the service that I spoke to um, association. It's actually the part where we um, where we reside down here, and I was asking for a Bible study, and the limit was ten people, and I said I am not going to turn any way of eleven or twelve person that wants to come to a Bible study. I had a constitution in my hand, presenting it to the board and the whole park. I took a stand, and and I knew that for some people that would come and be the only church that they would have, that they would be a part of. And I mentioned that to our park, and then I quoted what the Bible says that we need to gather together. And I now have the biggest Bible study I've ever had. Because I took a stand. And the same thing applies to all of us. Just go through Scripture. Go through the book of Acts. Look at what the first century disciples, what they did. You mentioned Stephen. He was martyred for his faith. The Apostle Paul, or the Apostle Peter and John, over and over, they said, you cannot preach. What did they do? They got out of jail and they preached. And so what did the Apostle Paul? He not only went to jail, he went, uh, he was stoned, he went to prison, and ultimately martyred 
because he took a stand. And the same thing with uh, the Apostle John. He was boiled in oil. He was banished to the uh, to Patmos, the, uh, the Isle of Patmos. He took a stand. Well, if we are going to be Christians and we are using the Bible as our example, that's what we go to. What do they do? What do we do? We take a stand. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, hallelujah. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Because this is where we get our